Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 7 of the To Be Fair podcast. J.J. Watt is the Arizona Cardinals. Major League Baseball games are being played. The Nets are red hot. And ladies and gentlemen, it's finally March. It's time for madness. Here we go! Episode 7, episode siete, siete. <laughs> of the To Be Fair podcast. Let's go ahead and plug the Bluebird Machine hats. I'm Zach. You can find me on Twitter at TBF. Zach, we've got Cam with the gallon water jug. He's on Twitter at TBF underscore Cam. Garrett rocking the East Surrey High School baseball pullover. Looking mighty spiffy in the red. Now he's on Twitter at GWillaby2. Uh, we got Beck. Solid dark colors. Usual. <laughs> On Twitter, at Alex underscore O'Brien5. JB Justin Blanton, not in the big boy job clothes. Welcome back after your hiatus last week. Uh, it's good to have you back on, Mr. JB Justin Blanton. And then you can find the show on Twitter, at To Be Fair Podcast. And then on Instagram, at To Be Fair Cast. Today's leadoff question is... All right, you're on a road trip, and you swing into a convenience store, you know, getting some gas, and uh, you go inside, and you're getting one snack item and one thing to drink. What are you getting? Cam, start with you, then we'll go around the horn. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Honey Barbecue Fritos, and probably, depending on the mood, either a Blue Gatorade or one of those tall waters for like 99 cents. Just a colossal water. A camp-sized water. Yes, sir. All right, Beck? I'm probably going with... Chipson. Nope. Chipson oil. Or that. <laughs> One of the two that are on the move for. And probably some sort of blue Fanta or orange soda. I don't know. Blueberry Fago. Perhaps. Good play. Give it a little kick for me in the road <laughs> trip. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with some sour gummy worms. Ooh. Out of left field. And I think you know what my soda's going to be. I don't Pepsi. know. If he... Definitely a Pepsi. Are you, are you sponsored? Yeah. No wish. free ads. Pepsi sponsor us. There you go. Pepsi. Balls in your court. Yeah. JB. Uh, mine's gonna be those little chewy sour nerds. They're so oh, oh good, good for you. you. Yeah, good for you. And then a Mountain Dew. When I was working over summer, I went to the store every morning. That's what I had every morning. The nerds and the Mountain Dew for breakfast every morning. Good wow. for you, Justin. Uh. Hmm. I'm probably gonna go to those little Snyder pretzel bites, the the honey, not the honey, the honey mustard. No, the buffalo flavor. Oh yeah, yeah buffalo wings. Wings. those are elite. Um, and then I'll probably, if it's like a super nice gas station, I'll probably swing like a cherry Dr Pepper. But if it's just like the average Circle K or whatever, probably Blue Gatorade is up there as well. Alrighty, let's uh, let's now dive into our. Uh, this week's worst calls from this past week. I'll start it off, and then we'll go reverse of the way we just went. So we'll go me, Justin, and then we'll end with Cam. My worst call actually just happened. Uh, background context. My dad's a high school baseball coach out of Wilmington, and they were playing a game up here in Greenville earlier today, this afternoon. And my dad called me last night, and he was like, Zach, are you still planning to come to the game tomorrow afternoon? And I was like, yeah. He was like, well, my first base coach can't make the trip. Do you want to coach first base? I was like, yeah, I'll come so I show up wearing uh, all white ultra boost and they go to take IO pregame infield and outfield and 
Uh, my dad, aka the head coach, asked me to go to third base because the third baseman was doing something else. I don't know what still to this time. <laughs> why do we not have our starting third baseman out there at third base for I.O.? What do I know? Uh, so I had to go play third base during I.O. in a clay infield wearing all-white ultra boost. So uh, bottoms are little orange. Who wears white shoes to a baseball field anyway? I, I would... I, I went and scouted. That's a bad call for a reason. So here's, here's the thing. I've used, my path from the dugout to the first base coach's box was all turf. Ah, okay. So I did not think it was going to be a problem at all. I didn't think I was going to step between the lines. So okay. Makes more sense. Also, a bad call by them for having turf foul territory and a poorly kept infield between the lines. But it is what it is. So uh, my worst call, white shoes, and I had to play third. Justin. All right, well, my worst call, as per usual, it was betting last week. Uh, did not go well from day one. Day one <laughs> down bad. Um, and it ended bad. So, Garrett? Well, mine happened last night, actually. We go out and decide to play a little volleyball out here at the landing volleyball courts. Sure did. Well, court, singular. Court. And end up getting in the nether regions, not once, <laughs> but twice. Twice. Beck, that's all I got to say about that. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Go ahead. He goes to Justin on that one. <laughs> yeah, the second hey, one was first. Justin's fault. Justin, Beck, your worst call. So, I took a math test last week. Mm. I mean, I, to be honest, I don't even know what it's called. I had to go on Canvas and look at it. It's differential equations in linear algebra with Svatioslav Arkabov. Uh-huh. <laughs> Guess what the average grade test score was on the test? 30. 27. 24. It was like a 31. Ooh. What'd you get, Beck? Out of 31. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bet the under on back. That's tough. Someone got like a 7 and it wasn't me, so. <laughs> in between a 7, seven and a 31. Seven and 31. I think the class average is a 31. That's the, the uh, professor's worst call. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, my fault for signing up. <laughs> True. Cam? Uh, so for my, this week's worst calls was uh, this morning, I was sitting on the couch Getting ready for my uh, 1 p.m. to uh, listen to some guy from the Hornets come and talk to us. And back, like, it goes, hey, Cam, like, so I, all right, I leave my Kyries on the deck because they smell pretty awful. And I don't want to bring them into my room or into the apartment because they're just gross. I've had them for almost two or three years now. So, like, I don't want to bring them inside. And I guess somehow, after we had people over on our patio, it got left on our, like, yeah, patio floor, like where out where the covering wasn't at, and my Kyrie's got poured on. <laughs> that is, that is yeah. <laughs> it's probably like a ship almost, like ants could get in, like a ship. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Cockroach, but like size like fifteen. Good luck going to any store around here inside and finding a size thirty four. Yeah, I'm probably gonna figure out what's gonna be the next uh all right, let's go ahead and jump into the NFL. We've got the same headline that we've had for the same last two weeks, and it's J.J. Watt. But kudos to J.J. Watt for not making us sit around all offseason. Uh, J.J. Watt tweeted out earlier a picture of him uh, on the squat rack, hitting Kutch, uh doing J.J. Watt things, wearing an Arizona Cardinals shirt. Uh, and the tweet said, source, me. And that was pretty baller. Um, so, And then, of course, all the NFL Twitter heads started reporting like Schefter. Uh, deal is for two years, $31 million. 
which I feel like he wasn't going to get from a contender because of cap space. But uh, good for JJ to go to a pretty solid team um, and still get the bag. He's back with DeAndre Hopkins. That's going to be – I can't imagine being a Texans fan and, like, turning on the like turning on the Cardinals game week one and seeing DeAndre Hopkins and JJ Watt playing together again. DeAndre did post a picture of February 16th and said, let's finish what we started with him and JJ Watt. That's a baller move right there. That is huge. Is that edited with him in the Cardinals uniform too? Yeah, it is. Shout out DeAndre Hopkins. D-Hop doing the most. Um, The NFC West is scary. Yes, it is. Russell Wilson is scared. Yeah, Russell. Yeah, <laughs> Russell, if Russell Wilson didn't want to get out of there now. He, uh, the fact that you got um, JJ Watt and Aaron Donald four times a year. I don't want to be behind that line. I know that. Especially when you got that old line that they got up in Seattle. Um, are the Cardinals contenders? Mm, uh, yeah, I'd say they got a shot. I mean, they have a pretty incredible defense. Nobody really scores too many points on them. It's kind of just a matter if you can get the wrong game going along with the uh, Diop and Kyler Murray back there. Get the yeah. wrong game and maybe just one more mediocre receiver just so Diop doesn't get tripled. You got Christian Kirk. You got Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, Larry Fitz is uh, well, for Oh, man. Go win it, Arizona. Could be a beautiful sight. Could be. They'll be even more beautiful if the Niners only the Super Bowl. $50 coming my way. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't really think there's a bad team in the NFC West, especially if the Niners bounce back to what they have been before injuries and COVID last year. So, definitely going to be good to keep an eye on the NFC West, especially um, if Russell Wilson sticks around, which is supposedly going to happen. Um, it's down in the list on our NFL page, but since we're on NFC West and Russell Wilson – Let's go ahead and talk Russell Wilson. It came out that Russell Wilson doesn't want to be traded. But if he were to be traded, he wants to go to Chicago, Vegas, Dallas, or New Orleans. Uh, that's kind of like, I wouldn't cheat on my girlfriend. But, but, if, I, but if I did cheat on my girlfriend, it would be with these four. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you guys think Russell Wilson's staying in Seattle? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He ain't going anywhere. I think. I think nah, he gets traded. I mean, I'm not. I hope I'm he does. shocked. Uh, if he does get traded, it better not be to New Orleans. It better player. not be to the Cowboys. I'm, Where's Dak well, going then? Dak's going in I saw like a four-team crazy trade thing. They had Russell to the Cowboys, then Dak to the Falcons. Oh! And then where's Matt Ryan going? Matt Ryan to, I think it was the Seahawks. And then, no, Drew Locke, Drew Locke to the Seahawks, and then Matt Ryan to the Broncos. Wow. Oh, and the Seahawks got like three top ten picks, which is very unrealistic, but yeah, that would be wild. Uh, I would that love would to not see gonna it. happen, but it'd be yeah. pretty cool. A four team trade that included all four teams starting quarterbacks would just be electric. Yeah, yeah I, I, my mom would explode. NFL shop is drooling over the thought of that and how much money they would make. So yeah, many jerseys sold. Oh, I just don't know how the Seahawks can get like much better. They're kind of like capped off at their yeah, like you've got. Two of the best receivers in the game. You've got one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Who's getting older and older every year. Yeah, like I, he, you're going to miss out on his window if you try and not – if you don't aim to win the Super Bowl for another at least five years, you're going to miss out on Russell Wilson's prime. I think yeah. he really just saying that he's complaining about his line. And so he just won't – Yeah, I really feel, feel like it's, it's, it's like a mutual respect between the organization and yourself. If yeah, you like, feel like it should be, 
there's if you feel like there needs to be something fixed with the team, I feel like being that guy for however long he's been there, they should. One of the super. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You but gotta, I, you gotta go get out of line. I'd feel disrespected if I was him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, also a little sidetrack from that, but when I heard the comment about NFL Shop, if you're buying jerseys from NFL Shop, you're doing. Yeah, we're not going to plug any of the uh, counterfeit jersey websites. They can hit us up for a sponsorship deal, but do not spend $100 on a jersey. Holy smokes, do your research. <laughs> do your homework, kids. Um, anything else on J.J. Watt, the NFC West, Russell Wilson, Chicago, Vegas, Dallas, New Orleans? Anything? Go Niners. You know, just, just put Cam down 50 bucks. No. I yes. think we all uh, predicted that. Uh, Landing spot for JJ Watt. Yeah, we were all. Yeah, uh, if you go back, yeah, if you go back to our podcast last weekend, you can hear us all agreeing that Arizona's probably the front runner. Oh yeah, and if you don't hear that, then just move on. You're on the wrong yeah. podcast. And you're on the wrong podcast. Yeah, wrong to be fair. Uh, there was a, there was a, like a bunch of stuff going around on Twitter this morning where it was like JJ Watt updated his bio on Peloton. Hey, that got me too. That and got me. Well, I mean. Yeah, it had me until he tweeted that he doesn't have a Peloton. <laughs> that don't have a bike. Yeah, somebody like tweeted out that a picture that his bio on Peloton had been updated to Super Bowl Fifty Six. Dot 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 Green Bay. Dot 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 Cleveland. Dot 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 Who's the last Buffalo. one? Buffalo. Yeah, and then he tweets, "I don't have a bike. Stop it." <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of like all these like players starting to like toy with teams and stuff. Like I feel like it makes JJ Watt did more it interesting. Like, J.J. Watt didn't, like, J.J. Watt didn't hurt the feelings of Green Bay. Well, I mean, he probably, probably did. did. But, like, he like he tweeted, he was like, I don't have a Peloton. Like, stop. Like, that's not real. Like, I didn't do that. He did it better than Bauer. Did. I was going to say yeah, the same thing. Yeah, even, like, even if that was Bauer's team and not Bauer, like, J.J. Watt handled it all better. Especially for the fact that J.J. Uh, Watt was actually the first person to announce his announcement with his signing. Uh, via Twitter, as opposed to Trevor Bauer, who got beat out by one minute by, by John Heyman. Yeah. And it was like the only time John Heyman's been right all offseason. Uh, good for J.J. Watt. Success coming in Arizona in the next yep. two years. It's going to be a dangerous team. Especially if he can be healthy, yeah. which is a big hit. But, uh, Tua Hagamailoa came out and said that uh, Mac Jones, guy who's entering the draft out of Alabama this year, is a more mobile Tom Brady. <laughs> what do you think of that, Cameron? Tua, you're just stupid. I can see it. I wait, wait, wait. Mac Jones is a good quarterback. And when did Brady he's go gonna, in the draft? He's no Mac Jones. Listen, <laughs> listen, I know I've done ninety percent of the talking, but I need five. I need five seconds. <laughs> Mac Jones is a good quarterback. He had. Potentially one of the best wide receiver fours in college football history helping him out at Alabama. Just like Brady. Exactly. But he's not Tom Brady. Like, can will he get drafted? Yes. Can he help his NFL franchise? Oh, I, Possibly. Damn, I had this one messed up. I thought you were about to say Mac Jones is like great quarterback, someone needs him as their No no no. Like if the Panthers stretch and take him at the eighth overall pick, I'm looking for a clip. If he goes in the first round, that's like a bad pick. Yeah, I think I think the Top few quarterbacks are head and shoulders over the second class of quarterbacks, but Mac Jones is like at the top of the second class. So I think he's got potential to help a team out, especially if they've already got good receivers and a good O line. Uh, maybe the Patriots. Who knows? My thing is that Brady wasn't Brady 
until he was Brady. I mean, he got drafted when? Like the 199. Yeah. Sixth round. Right? And now look Third at him. So who's to say that he, he's wrong? Well, he also had like, Tom Brady's the greatest football player of all time, him. and we're not going to see that. Matt Jones had like top five on both ends, top three on both ends of the ball. So has Brady. Yeah. College so has Brady. Okay, but we're talking about no, college. No, no. I'm no. saying you give him that. I'm getting, giving him that in the um, NFL. Tom, if you gave Tom Brady the same wide receiver court that Matt Jones just had at Bama when Tom Brady was at Michigan, Tom Brady no, would I, not have sniffed No, the I'm saying round. give him that in the NFL the same way Brady's had it his whole career. Alright, here's the thing though, is that I oh, I would put Matt Jones in Seattle after you trade Listen, if, if Matt if Matt Jones comes out here and becomes the next Tom Brady, I'll eat my words. Well guess what? I'll eat my words and someone can come slap me right across the face, but it just simply will not happen. Matt Jones You don't know that. No, I do we know do. that. No, you don't. Matt Jones has the potential to be a good quarterback, could make some Pro Bowls, can lead a team and win some games, but there is one Tom Brady and I mean, it's, it's disrespectful. I'm, I'm saying disrespectful I, I, to Tom Brady to say a guy that hasn't even been a, been drafted in the NFL. Like, you cannot compare somebody that has never played in the NFL to Tom Brady. Yes, I the agree. The amount of work he's had, to, he's had to do to get to where he is now is uncomparable to almost any draft prospect. You can. Matt that's, Jones, that's hard worker, good quarterback, <laughs> good leader, team guy. Okay, sat the bench for a while for one shot, and he took advantage of a shot, not bashing Matt Jones. But... I gotta see him play in the NFL before I can think Tom Brady. I really hope that in 15 years. I would love for Matt Jones. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not saying who Matt Jones. I hope in 15 years he goes out and he's won five or six championships. I can come back to this podcast. Wait, 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 wait. I can come back to this podcast, clip it, and if Twitter is still around, tag all y'all old motherfuckers. Yeah, Hoyers win five to six championships in 15 years. That overall isn't good. You won't be good. Oh my god. EA Sports. It's in the game. Alex Smith is expected to part ways with the football team. I don't know if that's what Alex Smith wants or what the football team wants or what they both want. That's what the football team wants. That's what I was guessing. Um, Should have kept him around. No, he'll give it 100% get another gay gal. Yeah, he'll get art? No. So, like, why not keep him around? He's Ryan? No, because they just signed Heineke. Yeah, they just signed Heineke. Heineke is not that great of a quarterback. He's good, yeah. but he's not a starter. Yeah, no, one game. football team's going to go get another quarterback. Yeah, that Cam Newton will be a football team yeah. for next year. Then, like, Dude, that, that would be that like, honestly, that would be, be so cool yeah, just for the fact that. Relax. All right, then he beats you guys out too, buddy. Okay, hey, you guys are winning, so I'm happy. And neither are you guys, probably. Okay. Yeah, Alex Smith's going to leave, and Heineke is not going to be. And even if Heineke is QB one, they're not like there's going to be somebody else behind him. So uh, football team's going to be in on the quarterback market. Um, yeah, football team. I was saying a few weeks ago, get a quarterback and go compete, not just in the NFC least, but like in the football league. Yeah, good for uh, good for old DC. I will say if Cam Newton does go to the football team, be pretty damn cool. And it wouldn't be bad to see him, you know, he's got a solid receiver again, Scary Terry, and be back with old Ron. Um, he's got, he's got a lot of top defense to help him out a lot. What did you throw? Seven passing touchdowns this past year or something like that? I think he ran more than he threw he it. He definitely so. had more rushing touchdowns than passing. Um, because yeah. he's not accurate anymore. Wait, he never was. Um. Best wishes to everybody. Everybody just go yes. all out and make an entertaining NFL post 
watch on Sunday. Love it. Uh, we didn't get to this last week because Justin wasn't here, but uh, we talked about how in our group chat <laughs> the uh, debate of if the Panthers should trade CMC for Deshaun Watson would be a good move. Garrett says no. Justin says adios CMC. We're going to let you two take the floor, and I will be the mediator for the... That's Cantrell. Mediator! I'll be the mediator for the average Panthers fan's knowledge. I'm getting ready to jump in. You on two of so. the outsiders of the NFL. Let, let them get their initial... Let them get their yeah. words in, and then the three of us will put in our... And uh, we'll get tagged in. All right, remember, ding, ding, ding. Garrett says... <laughs> CMC has to stay. JB. No, says, I'm saying if he if he leaves, screw the Panthers. I'm done with them. Uh, I, was, I would say <laughs> I would say we get like a 30 second timer going for each of you to rant, and then the next mm. person goes. All right, Garrett, you get 30 seconds to make an opening remark, and then uh, JB will rebuttal, and then I'll figure right, out where I'll to go the from there. I did the timer. Going I got. Right. I got. That's just like free for all after that. All right, Garrett, 30 seconds now. All right, so you, I know. I do understand each argument. I know your argument, and it's – I'm sorry, but it's dog waters. No earnings. Because you're telling me you're going to trade away our best player, who is our franchise player for Watson. I understand him coming to win, but I say you give Teddy at least a couple more years, give him, get him a better line, and then once you see that happen, I think Teddy can be a pretty good quarterback. All right. JB, you done? That's all you got to say. I mean, I, we'll see. Right. We'll see. JB. Well, you're right. Hey, 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 You're 30 seconds. Now. Well, Watson will be our franchise dude. CMC is a franchise dude. And don't get me wrong. I hate to see him go. But CMC's not going to win us a Super Bowl. He's not going to go rush 300 yards with four touchdowns to go win us a Super Bowl. Watson, with that receiving core, and Mike Davis in the back, he had a mediocre year. He started off really hot, kind of slowed it down. If he, can, if he can stay up that way, then by CMC, let's go Watson to go to Super Bowl. All right, your question is, mm, if yes. CMC, if it's straight up one for one, Watson for CMC, are you upset? Hell yeah, I'm upset. Okay. Um, Justin, do you think that we can still trade away too much even if we hold on to CMC? Yeah. I mean, if we're going to give away our, some of our defensive line that came out, Shaq Thompson... Robbie Anderson, and then I think like a first rounder or something, a second rounder, that's, that's way too much. Okay. My two cents is free agency on the defensive side is pretty solid this year. Uh, we don't need to trade away too many of our young, talented guys on defense. Um, I think Houston is interested in picks. So. If we send away CMC, I gotta see what else is in it before I have, before I react. Um, if we don't send away CMC, then I think like we would. I mean, if we if we don't give up CMC and we get Deshaun Watson, we would have to give up a whole hell of a lot to lose that trade. But I think like the Texans want picks, like they're rebuilding yeah. and they don't have picks. So I would I would send the Texans are. Eighth overall pick this year, first and second for next year, and second and third the years after that, and Teddy Bridgewater. If we like, I would give up six picks because you yeah. get it. Wow. Yes. It is the well, show. You do not get a star a star quarterback like this comes around. Yeah, exactly. I mean, can I, what can I help in? 
Uh, well, let, me can I, can I ask, this wait, no, let me ask Garrett something after Zach. Yeah. Important question. <laughs> Deshaun Watson is not once in a genera- generation like Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes, but to get a one of the top quarterbacks in the league who's still fairly young and has time left, that opportunity does not come around every offseason, and um, picks are all picks are like baseball prospects. You don't know what they're going to do. They yeah. might. Yes, they could be Mac Jones that comes on and is the next Tom Brady, or it might be Mac Jones that comes on and doesn't make the NFL roster after a season. But at Johnny Menzel. Yeah, you can. I you cannot. To put it dramatically, you cannot be afraid to give up six question marks for yeah. one exclamation. Yeah. Okay, now Gary, my question for you. Yes. At what point are you satisfied with CMC? So you're giving away McCaffrey. What are you satisfied with coming back in? That's not even, I don't have an option. You're not satisfied with anything that's. No, you're not giving away CMC. You're so not. You, you're, no, you're not. I mean, we got like not. five players for CMC. No. That's all right. That's just on. That's just being. Uh, okay, what, no, no, what if you get like Deshaun Watson? Do you love like, Chris? Would you have. My thing, okay, so the whole <laughs> argument I started this off with is that Teddy Bridgewater is not a good quarterback. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're telling me with that line and you put Deshaun Watson back there. He's going to go out and succeed? Yes. No. He would be better than Teddy. Well, well, you're freeing, right, up, you're freeing up cap space right now, releasing players. Go out and find some O-linemen. And I think we have a good shot to make a run. Hang on. I'm looking up the offensive line rankings for this year to see what the Texans would rank. See who's better the uh, – Oh, it's, yeah. Definitely, definitely the Panthers would definitely like, have a better O-line. Than the, the Texans? Yeah. No. No shot. Let me get to 30 because it's probably what we're there. Definitely both bottom 10. Damn, Giants are 31. <laughs> <laughs> They're better towards the end of half of the year. Stop. Do your job. My bye. bad. Where are the Panthers and where are the Texans? We're at 24. Still nothing. Houston Texans 23. According to PFF. So, like, the main... The guys that know what they're doing. Yeah. And then they have the... All right, guys. Panthers at 18. So, he's getting a better O line. According nah, to PFF. I don't I don't see that. I just... I don't see well, that. PFF does, Garrett! <laughs> my ears are bleeding <laughs> but no I just literally you go out there and watch Bridgewater he can win games he's proved it and you throw in a, a couple more O-linemen right I mean I know half the O-line was hurt this year but still you throw in a couple more O-linemen that are pretty good and I think Bridgewater's got a chance at doing something if he does terrible this year adios or if you want to get somebody else in the draft be my guest if, if the Panthers sign two O-linemen in free agency you have fixed 40% of the O-line. So you take a mediocre, middle-of-the-league O-line and put them close to probably 10-ish. So if, if you give a 10th-ranked O-line and a definite top 10, probably close to top 5 receiver score, especially when you're talking depth, if you give that to Teddy, he, he's obviously going to be better if you give him two more O-line. But if you give that to Deshaun, Watson. But then you're giving up CMC. And, and you're giving it to Mike Davis as yeah. well. I'm not sold on Mike Davis. Well, you, sometimes, you gotta, sometimes you got to make a leap of faith as an organization. You're gonna, you got to take a shot. And right. Here's the thing. The Panthers, you can't be mediocre your whole life. The Panthers are not going to win the Super Bowl with Teddy Bridgewater and Christian McCaffrey. Amen. I think they could. Hell no. I think they <laughs> can. They, they cannot. I especially, think they can. Especially, I mean, we'd have to have the number one defense in the league. We'd have, we would have to have a top three defense and a top five over. McCaffrey would have to rush for 300 yards. All right, well. well he so does way, that anyways. The way I see it, though, is that you have people who 
have been saying any offers that the Panthers are going to give the Texans for Deshaun Watson, they're just terrible. You're giving up way too much value. I've seen like offers including Brian Burns, uh, yeah, uh, you know, like all- CMC, yeah. Robbie Anderson. Great, no. Yeah. Agreed. 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 Give them all I mean, the picks. Picks are question marks. If they go get a quarterback in three years who turns into Deshaun Watson, good for them. The Panthers, like the Panthers, can compete now. They can. Yeah, but they I mean, got you're not. I don't and think you're competing if you do. On top, on top. No, if you if you give up, much, if yeah. you give up way too much for Deshaun, you're not competing. On top of this, you have Watson under contract until 2026. Exactly. You have him for half of 2020s or the 20s. Six seasons. For what? Five, five or six. What's his salary? Yeah. I mean, he's probably making close 32. To four years? Or his this breath? year, he's not making anything because they yeah, delayed his money. So, so yeah. he's making like so stupid cheap he's got, money. He's got his salary this year is 15. You're, 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 the Panthers are getting hit with 16 mil for a top. And Teddy's making three quarterbacks. Top three quarterbacks. Teddy's making yeah. 20 this year. Okay. But after that, after he's that, 34. Yeah. He's after that, his extension kicks in. It's four years for 156 million dollars. Exactly. Agreed. I just don't. I, why can't you just throw Mike Davis in with some picks and um? Because that's not gonna get it done. Why? Because you're, you're, you're not sold on Mike Davis. I'm saying give him away. Throw him away. You're not sold on him. So they are. He's not on the Texans. Yeah. Exactly. So, the, but why are they gonna take him? I'm just saying, if throw some options out there. I mean, if you can get it done with him, all for it. But I'm not sure if that's enough. Throw, throw the next two first round picks, and then some second. This first. is a once. Why, why can't Why can't you send Teddy and Davis? You can. Not, yeah, you can send Teddy Davis. Uh, I mean, that, next two first round picks. Yeah, they need a running back because they just cut yeah. Duke Johnson. David Johnson is a huge question mark every year of his career yeah. since 2017. I mean, they're going to be interested in Mike Davis. Like the rest of the league was when he was playing. Like he was a solid back. Like he looked like he could be. Like, if you platoon a two-running-back system, which it looks like the Texans are going to do, then Mike Davis could like, easily be one of the best number two running backs in the league um, or could be a mediocre one. So uh, I think the Texans would be turned on to Mike Davis. And if you get rid of Deshaun Watson, you're going to need somebody uh, to play quarterback. So you might as well throw Teddy in there. Yeah. Uh, so you give him the eighth overall pick, too. Teddy, Mike Davis, eighth overall pick. Next year's first and second, and then the next year after that's second and third. The offers on the table. What, what was I, don't, the, I don't think you need that much. That year is going to pass. It's going to be a What was the last blockbuster trade that we could kind of base this off of? I mean, right. I mean the, te- the Texans are dumb. They did trade D-Hop for a second round pick. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. So and like, that's what they want. They want picks. Like, the Texans know that they're not going to well, sit the playoffs. They, they did actually want to eat. D-Hop wanted it out. Okay, yeah, he was the a top three receiver. You okay, yeah, the thing is, you think, all right, then, all right, it's either you do that or you, or you take a receiver to opt out. Staff, Stafford set the bar I mean, so high when they traded him. That was probably like yeah, they got three trade. first for Stafford. Was, and that's why Deshaun Watson was well, even Also, higher, granted, though, because Jared, Jared Goff's contract is not good by any means, so figure yeah, Jared Goff sucks. One of those first is for his contract, or two of them. You can yeah, say that. They're that still is, getting first-round picks for Jared Goff. They just Goff, set the so. bar so high now. Deshaun's even higher. If the Panthers want to get it done for Watson, I think they need to act fast while even the slightest rumors of Russell Wilson are out there because – if even talks of Russell Wilson being out there is like on the table, that that makes the value for Watson lower. But as soon as Russell Wilson gets it figured out with Seattle and Watson is head and shoulders the best quarterback available, 
uh, if the Texans make him available, then it's going to the asking price for the Panthers or anybody's going to be All righty. Glad we chatted about that. NCA, NCAA hoops. We're going to send it over to our bracketologist, Beck. Uh, yes, Beck, sir. congrats. It's March 1st. It's time for Madness. Uh, yeah, I literally just typed up. Beck, have at it. Beck, talk college basketball. All right, so when does the tournament start? Next week? Tournament. Mm-hmm. And tournament yeah. next week. Okay. Well, I'm looking at it right now. The first four out, St. Louis, Duke, Seton Hall, Stanford. Really not sold on any of them. Maybe except Duke. I've been playing a lot better. I had them kind of but like sneaking in last second, but they were up at half against Louisville, and then they lost by like 10 in OT. Terrible loss. Then the last four in, Georgia Tech. High on Georgia Tech. I love how they play. Boise State, 18-6. They're a respectable team. BCU's been playing good, and also Drake. I feel like all four Drake. of those. Drake! Drake's in the get-in? Yeah. Wow. I don't, I don't they're, they're, with their, it's going to be BCU right now and Drake for like the playing tournament. Drake's not terrible, but I don't, I don't know. I, don't I, don't, I think they I mean, could be losing in the first round. All right, round. so hang on. Let me see what – they would be playing, I believe, Creighton first round. Oh, they could win that game. Creighton, actually. I feel like it's kind of been on and off all year, and yeah. all this is kind of catching teams off on the first round. I mean, yeah. I feel like – I'm looking through this right now. This is just CBS, like, projections. Does it have – oh, it has Duke first four out? Yeah. So I'm kind of just, like, looking at teams right now. I like Wichita State going in. Yes, I they play, they, Right now they're – They beat Houston, right? Yep, and they're projected to play Tennessee. Tennessee is not a good team. And you know who else beat Houston? The Pirates, maybe. All right, carry on, back. Looking else, I mean, right now they have Purdue, Loyola, Chicago first round. I feel like that's going to be an amazing game. Yeah. Purdue yeah. and Loyola are both red hot. That's going to be a good game, yes. Uh, back in the uh, – they just got Hinkle 2. I don't know what that means, to be honest. I don't know what bracket it is. I think it's just where they play that, maybe. I don't know. Love Connecticut with – James Booknight, he's going to be a great player in the NBA. Absolute dog. Yeah. I, I feel like they can make a deep run. Scrolling through, I see not really much else. I mean, you got Belmont versus Arkansas. Belmont could kind of make some upsets there, but I don't really see They're yeah. always like one of those teams that like isn't in the haunt to like. Yeah, exactly. They, they play good ball at the right time. I mean, you got Michigan State, Oklahoma. Be Michigan State was terrible. They their guards picked it up a ton. I mean, I feel like they could be maybe making it out of the first round if they catch a team off. Like Oklahoma, they just had a terrible loss to Oklahoma State. They let Cade Cunningham absolutely back back, and they play again in about forty minutes. So we can see how that goes. And then one other thing to look at is Missouri, North Carolina. Look at that. That's what they're looking at right now. Six versus eleven. Depends on what's North Carolina. Exactly. The one no. Playing right now against Syracuse, they're going to get smacked. They did like they play against Louisville. Like Missouri's not that Florida good. State, then they'll oh, be all right. Also, Carolina, Wisconsin, terrible. Wisconsin are frauds. Is it, hold on. I, I saw a bunch of stuff on the Bluebird machine. Uh, it was either Michigan or Ohio State. It was the team that lost that game, and then they lost like one or two after that, being upset. Like one of them was a fraud. Or am I mistaken? One of them got upset. Well, like the one Ohio that, State beat, or no, Michigan State beat Ohio State last so, week. I mean, Ohio State's still a good tournament team. Like they're tournament. Gonna, they're that tournament. They're gonna go deep into the March Madness. And while you're looking that up, Wisconsin is terrible. I yeah. they are not good. They're slated to play Colorado State right now. I feel like that's another game to watch for an upset. Westchester uh, University. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, 
number four in the country, Illinois, plays at number seven, Ohio State, Saturday. That'll be a big game. Um, Illinois, Ohio State? Yeah. Yeah. Illinois is so iffy. Yeah, they're another team that they got to show off. Well, they're projected to be a one seed, but I feel like Sweet 16, they could be out of there. Yeah, agreed. They definitely have their good and bad games. Ohio yeah. State, Westchester University 2.0. Ohio, <laughs> Ohio State's on a three game skid. Uh, yeah, but they played Iowa, right? Iowa, uh, Michigan, Michigan, then Michigan State, uh, and then Iowa. So, so Michigan and Iowa, very good teams. Michigan State, you're playing it's Tom Izzo, so you can always lose. Iowa's also yeah, hit or miss recently. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're going to be a top three seed. So depending on, I mean, right now they're the two seed. If they won. They could see either Wichita or Tennessee second round. And yeah. if Wichita comes out and beats Tennessee, I could honestly see them coming out and beating Iowa. Yeah, too. I agree. You know be hot. Their defense is so bad, they don't make free throws. And they are very relying on their shooting. Michigan versus Ohio State in the tournament, and the later in the rounds, the better they'll be. Michigan versus Ohio State? Yeah, in the tournament. Well, they are on different ends of the bracket, but they meet so they the 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 in the final four. Oh, they meet in the final four? If they, how it's slated right now, yeah. That'd be nice. They be play, nice. Like, if they play a lead eight or final four, that would just be it'd probably It'd probably be final four. If they were like a one seed, they might be able to – or no. No, I'm lying. Forget that. I just happened. Cause, uh, yeah, because there's two sets of ones on each side. So they yeah. could both be like two seeds and still meet. Or yeah, meet exactly. Or so that's why I was – Yeah, that would be gorgeous. Beck or anybody else have anything on bracketology or NCAA hoops? I do not. ECU's going to win the American Athletic. Dude, the CIT was going to be a major... We're, it was definitely happening until we haven't played in like three weeks now with our COVID sec, second COVID shutdown. So, no dancing for the Pirates. Nope. Um, let's talk NBA. Jazz are standing at the top of the NBA power rankings. Uh, anybody shocked? Nope. Nope. No, I mean, I don't, I don't think they're still... Favorite? Well, they're never going to be the favorite of the Utah Jazz. <laughs> I mean, great for basketball. I think I love watching them play. I think. Yeah, I mean, they're the San Diego Padres of basketball. They're, I mean, it's one of the smallest markets, and they're competing at the top of the game. Uh, the Nets are red hot. They've won eight of the last nine. They were on an eight-game winning streak until uh, they lost to Luca and company. Without um, Kyrie, though. Yeah. And their their defense has picked it up over yes, that win streak. Been very big for them. Are the Nets the top dog slash not Cam? Don't get offended. I'm not saying the 76ers have officially been eliminated from title talk, you, but are the Nets the favorite out of the East? Yeah. You, like you as much as you love the Sixers, Cam, you can't deny the fact that they have Harden, who's honestly making a run at MVP right now. I think he's one of the, probably top two in the NBA right now with what he's doing for the Nets. You have Kyrie and you have KD. Yeah. When uh, when KD no, when you have those three players, you can't say they're not favorite. Right, well, let me say what I want to say. Once now you're you know how it feels like when I'm, when I'm trying to say something new in the apartment. <laughs> so, when we're talking MVP and we're talking, like, you know, all no, that. We're, we're talking. All right, well, all, right, all right. When you're talking about how they have all three star players, my issue with them is, is are they going to be able to stay healthy? Okay, but they're not, not, they're not healthy now. They're not healthy now. Harden. And look what they're doing Harden with Harden. is about the only, like, durable player on that team, I guess, in terms of health. And Kyrie, I mean, God knows, you know, in about two weeks he can go on another one of his uh, pretty little hiatuses. They, they don't need them. Like, they don't need all three of them. 
I mean, yeah, but the thing is, Beck, is like when you're in the playoffs, like a lot of what goes on relies on teamwork and relies on everyone being there for one another. And if all the whole team's not into the game, then in my opinion, that will hurt. Have, have you heard? Have you heard? Experience any t- chemistry problems? Okay, with that and then Beck, they're not gonna let they're not gonna let those kinds of stories get to the like surface. Every story gets to the surface yeah, about locker room problems. Are you are you kidding me? Yeah, when it comes to like a role player, like Kevin Porter Jr. decides to throw food at someone. Dude, there's something about Kyrie every season. Well, the yeah, de- he's, de- a, he's a clown. The defense stepping it up is a te- as a testament to the defense. Cool, that, not, the, not the just, defense can uh, step it up, but at one point they the were one of the worst defenses in the league. So I, at I, one point, you know, you got you got to choose. You got to choose what you're going to do at some point. It's called right. getting better and working better uh, together. Okay, all right. Uh, we 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 could dispute Sixers, Nets, Eastern Conference all day long. We could also dispute Knicks. Four seed, yeah, Nick, Nick, Knicks in the four seed. Fuck the Celtics. I'm so glad they're <laughs> below the Knicks. It makes me extremely happy. Shout, Shout out to Casey. Him. Not really Jake. And my friends in Connecticut. Fuck the Celtics. <laughs> like, literally, I hate them so much. It brings me so much pride and joy to watch the Celtics struggle after all the shit those fans are <laughs> Wow. Sam hates the Celtics. Yes, he does. Uh, listen, I, I hate I hate the Knicks just as much as the next guy, too. Let me tell you something. I hate the Celtics. <laughs> Danny Ainge, all that chitter-chatter about being such a good GM. But, but great job with his thumb in his ass over there on the sidelines. <laughs> we're, we're making big moves right now. Well, big moves, a little more minutes for Jeff Teague. Please. Let's, That's let's, what we love to see. Let's this when Sixers Celtics play first round. Okay, yeah, guess Celtics what? Here we go. No, I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to win. Here comes saying. every Celtics fan. I'm right not now. saying oh, they're going to win. We literally just said we're excited for them to play. Oh, yeah, I'm very excited. So Embiid can literally show his children how to play basketball. We never said the Celtics were going to sweep. Yeah, all I'm saying is that, right, the fact that, wait, hold on. Celtics are a six seed. They're a half a game ahead of the Hornets. <laughs> Fuck the Celtics. They stay around the six seed, and, the, and Philly stays around the three seed. And okay, mathematically, it's only gonna happen. Yeah, well, don't worry about it. We're Sixers, almost Sixers will be top two, maybe. All right, all maybe right, right, three all right team let's let's relax. We can talk about this all day. The East is so tight, so I don't really think there's. Do the Knicks stay in the four seed? Probably not. <laughs> Would I love to see that happen? Absolutely, Knicks. Uh, Knicks. Phillies would be Knicks. Philly would be a very. But no, the, the Knicks are <laughs> Knicks are not dropping to the eight seed. I mean, looking at the teams below them, the Heat are heating up. Honestly, the Heat are probably going to be top four seed. And then, honestly, Celtics, Raptors, Hornets, Pacers, Bulls. I think Knicks are better than all of them. Personally, they have one of the best defenses in the league, and their offense, their team is growing around Derrick Rose and his leadership, and I love the pickup. I think that was one of the best things we could do, and I think we could still go out and get a shooting guard that can score off the wing, even though RJ has kind of picked it up as of late. But a little more doesn't help. Right? I really, I despise rooting for teams that my friends like, but I cannot be happier than the Knicks are above them. And I could, I couldn't honestly. Please let Lamelo Ball put, uh, put them above the Celtics, please. That Call would be worth beautiful. Talking about the Hornets, last night versus the Kings, they were down 9-7 with like a minute 30 to go. Come back and win by one. Luke Walton's on the hot seat. <laughs> Luke, Luke Walton should be fired. He's on the hot seat. He should he be fired. Go join his buddy Lloyd Pierce, who just got fired too. Doing terrible job with the Hawks. And the Kings just, you, that's almost 
Let's see. You gave up 140 points to the Knicks. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Knicks haven't scored 140 points since before I was born. They had what 77 <laughs> in the first half. They had 77. They hit a like a team record since like 2012 when Steve Novak was making six threes a game. And then you almost lose to the Pistons, who are the worst team in the East. And then you go out and blow a seven or eight point lead in the last minute 30. To the the Hornets. The Hornets are just notes. Yeah, they're just that good. Going back to that Hawks comment, I cannot be happier that the Hawks fired that dude. He is actually god-awful. That team definitely should not be as low as they are. Too much talent. And finally gives Nate McMillan another chance to, like, show who he is. Like, he used to coach the Pacers from 2016 to 2020. Yeah, I think he he definitely should not have gotten moved then. The team that they were providing him to go deep with in the playoffs was not the team that would win. And I feel like him stepping into this young talent uh, will definitely – he'll definitely prosper with his unit, in my opinion. But, again, you have to give him some time. You can't just, like – if he has a bad stint as the interim head coach, you have to give him a full year to see how he's going to do. Another team heating up in the Eastern Conference is the Milwaukee Bucks. They've won five straight, and they got their guy Drew Holiday back. Uh, also huge for my fantasy team that Drew Holiday back after missing like a month of the COVID protocols. Um, so yeah, Bucks could also get up there and court with the top four seed. Yeah, they're going to be top. They're going to be top three. Yeah, that's, that, that's fine. We'll go to the playoffs. And yeah, be honest. We'll do the honest thing and we'll chill. Yeah. We never said. I said that the Bucks are heating up. They've won five. No, he's not saying that. Drew Holiday's back. I know what I'm I never I'm, said they I'm were sweeping Phil. No, no we never said that. <laughs> I'm on the inside this time. <laughs> All right. And, they, they'll be, they're a great team in the regular season. And, you know, Giannis wants to run his mouth all the time about how he's so great. <laughs> so great for what, a second-round engine, maybe? Okay. I mean, I don't think Chris Middleton could be the second-best player on a championship team. Drew Holiday is not. Drew Holiday is not statistically. I mean, he should be a number-two guy, in my opinion. I mean, how old is he now, 32? No, 31? Drew Holiday? He's getting up there. Oh, He's in his corners. No shot. All right, he's 30. <laughs> so as a guy getting up there in age. Damn. <laughs> Makes um, you feel old, man. I remember when we traded him off the Sixers and I was involved. And then I watched TJ McConnell get hyped about winning our, like, seventh game of the season. And I'm like, I should not think being a Philly. Yeah. No, nah, but I don't think Chris Middleton is the second best player on the championship team. But I don't know what assets you could put together to trade for someone or even sign. You'd have to really mix up the team. The Bucks have a ton of good pieces, and Middleton's better than a piece, and Drew Holiday's better than a piece. But like, you gotta have a true number two guy to help out Giannis in the playoffs when you're playing against teams like. Yeah. Yes, that would be sexy. I don't. I see, but like, what are you gonna do in a trade though? I don't think you're gonna give yeah. up. Probably they gotta give up those good pieces to get a number two. They're probably giving up Divincenzo at least. Yeah, Divincenzo. I don't even know who. That's all right, Divincenzo can go. I mean, so no, I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm trying to think who they're gonna even give up exactly. Like, you're gonna give up either Drew or Chris Middleton. I feel like to get a good number two. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I feel like, and you can't give up. I. Then you're just a two-headed I, I think Drew Holiday's gone. Giannis and Bradley Beal would not work. Why? Two ball-dominant guys. We see it happen in the league every time. The Nets. Right, exactly. There's three ball-dominant guys in Brooklyn. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like James Harden has accepted his role. Who's the Lakers? 
LeBron and AD? That's two people. That's right, what but you have to take into consideration that they come in from the same like level head. Like Bradley Beal and Giannis can both get their shots up all game. They could both take I 20 shots a game. But in my opinion, I feel like that just will not work. They're way too ball head, ball dominant. Chris Middleton doesn't have to be ball dominant. If you're talking about him being in the pitcher, too. I mean, that's another thing. Chris, Chris Middleton probably averages, what, almost 15, 16 shots He can go sit in the corner and look pretty and shoot. That's all he's going to do. Shoot threes and play defense. I mean, it's a big if. Uh, last thing for NBA. I saw this when I was looking up NBA headlines. I uh, don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but apparently Chris Stapps Porzingis is on the block. Knicks won the trade. If you have something to say about it, come see me. Knicks won the trade. He's, uh, he's actually going to go back to the Knicks for the family. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, People no. forget we have Dallas's first round pick this year. Guess what? They're not even in the top ten in the West. <laughs> so you're telling me that the Knicks are going to have a winning season and a top pick that's not their own? This is not real life. Hot for the Knicks. Uh, yeah, we'll have to see what happens with Porzingis. Ah, I mean, yeah, it's going anywhere. I think they're just kind yeah, of mixing yeah, it up. Beating the tires because you can't leave Luca, one of the best players in the league, maybe not this season, but. Playing on a bad team. Can't leave Luke out in Dallas by himself. You know it would be pretty cool, though? Luca and Bradley Beal. That would be something. Or Luca could be the guy from Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, wait, you're just saying two ball dominant guys won't work. Beal and Luca. Yeah, but I listen now. Like, just, just the thought of that sounds better to me. Just just the thought of Beal. Because it's in Dallas and not Milwaukee. That's why. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, that's definitely uh, definitely something to um, note. Ding, ding. That <laughs> Ah, oh, there's my boy Rolo. <laughs> Yo, shout out Rolo. <laughs> All right, you better listen to the pod. Anybody else got anything basketball? Um, trust the process, see the progress. Go Sixers, oh my baby. God. Go Thunder. SJ, SJ is on a tear. Yeah, SJ is on a tear, and then everybody else is on the downhill. Al Horford. All right. Let's talk. Uh, let's get into baseball. Start it off with college baseball. Uh, some headlines from this past week. Uh, UCF goes to number one Ole Miss and takes a three-game set, two to one. Ole Miss falls from one to four in the rankings. Arkansas takes over at the number one spot. They are off to a seven-zero start. And three of those games were against ranked teams, so it's not seven nobody since seven worthless wins. Uh, there's been seven. There's Wow. There's been three number ones in college baseball. Uh, Florida was the preseason. Uh, and then it was, I couldn't tell you, and then it was Ole Miss. No, it was Florida, then Ole Miss, then Arkansas. Uh, so three number ones in the country so far, and they've all been from the SEC West. Uh, take that. Uh, our boys, the Pirates, beat Duke by uh, what? Four runs Tuesday night. So it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't exactly nobody. I thought it was like six or seven one. I think it was six, six one. Six one. Yeah. Something like that. Go Pirates. Um, and then they go to a good Georgia Southern team on the road and take two out of three. So they're now six and one. Uh, they jump from number twenty two in the polls to number seventeen. Uh, NC State goes zero and four. All four home games. They lose to UNC Greensboro in the midweek, and then they get swept by Georgia Tech, and they fall out of the top 25. Hallelujah. Love to see it. Money later, Pat. Maybe if you weren't so scared to play the Pirates, you could uh, actually do something in the polls for your RPI. Anyways, uh, 
Virginia Tech goes and takes two out of three from the number six Miami Hurricanes, uh, and Vatek slides them to 24, and after that set, Miami falls back to nine. Uh, the Pitt Panthers go down to Florida State in Tallahassee, and they sweep ranked Florida State. Uh, and Florida State didn't know this, but they had never been swept. Been playing baseball for decades, and that was their first time ever being swept. They fall wow, out of the, that's impressive. Yeah, that's pretty good, if you ask me. Uh, so the Seminoles fall out of the top 25 after a bumpy start. Um, some, some games to watch this weekend. The one top 25 midweek matchup we have. Uh, is number 21, Florida Atlantic, is heading down to number 6, Florida. That's on Wednesday. And then the uh, two ranked matchups we have this weekend is uh, number 5, Louisville, is going for a weekend series at Georgia Tech. And the 25th ranked UNC Tar Holes are heading to number 24, Virginia Tech, for a weekend series. And uh, our beloved Pirates are going to host the Old Dominion Monarchs on Wednesday night. And then they're hosting Appalachian State for three games this weekend. So uh, another week with Parkman looking for a winning break. I gotta say, UCF beating Ole Miss like that—that's that helps the American Conference look a lot Huge better. Huge for the RPI, Which especially after a bumpy start. So. Yeah, that's gonna look good for ECU after they win that series. Yep. Omaha, Omaha, Omaha is back on for the Pirates, and we're gonna ride that ship until it's completely under. Just kidding. We're selling off into the sunset with Cliff Godwin holding the national championship. <laughs> <laughs> now, this wasn't mentioned in the rundown, but let's talk about Wake Forest. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, just, I, I, I want to put a uh, statement in here real quick. Talk about the Deeks, baby. They're terrible. You hear about all these bats. Where, where are they? Where are they? I mean, I'd love to. I mean, are they under the bush over here? Where, I mean, where are they at? I mean, you go down at home. And you lose 10 to nothing on Sunday with, I think they had a total of possibly four hits to uh, Notre Dame's, like, 11. Yeah. God-awful. See, I had no idea what was going on with college baseball. I thought Gary was going to come out gashing the geeks. Yeah. I was waiting for him to do that, and I was going to be like, they suck. <laughs> you like, yeah, you said, let me talk about Wake Forest. And I was like, talk about the geeks, and I was thinking about it. Wait, what do we force do this weekend? <laughs> they and then all the players, they suck. I was like, that's right. They got swept by Notre Dame. They played, I mean, the pitching is there. I mean, Justin's got a buddy. Shout out to my boy, Rhett. Yeah, Rhett Louder, right? To say last yeah. name. He was throwing a hell of a game. And then they go to one bad hit. Like 11 innings, and they've got opportunity to score in the bottom of the 9th, 10th, and 11th. Bases loaded. Was it 11th? Yeah, no, they're making it 11th. And they, they had a chance, okay, at least in the bottom of the ninth and bottom of the tenth. They can't score any runs. They had bases loaded both of those innings with less than two outs. And they get out of it somehow. Yep. Great. Absolutely. But badass. the good side of this is that I go to ECU and the Pirates are dominating. <laughs> go, Pirates, go. Let's go. Um, anybody else got anything college baseball? Um, Georgia Southern did pimp on us pretty hard, but could Georgia not back series. it up. Oh, Lane Hoover's okay. He got kind of yeah, smacked by Connor Orby. Yeah. Season peace. Uh, all right, let's stay on the baseball train and jump into Major League Baseball, where Major League Baseball teams started playing against other Major League Baseball teams this weekend, and it was quite beautiful. Um, not going to. 
care too much about what happened in games, though, because by the fifth inning, it's guys we've never heard of playing. Um, only playing seven innings. I did not know that. Yeah, like, they, can, like they can, like, wrap it up whenever they want. And, Good like, that. if they don't want to finish an inning because they don't have anybody loose in the pen, they can just, like, the manager can just be like, all right, you guys are about to hang up a sixth spot on us. We're going to go ahead and bring it in. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, good for the players and their health, but, I mean, that's got to be annoying if you go to a spring training game and, like, even if it doesn't count, like, if your team's about to put up, like, a nine spot. Well, like, also, like, if you're a player looking to create opportunity for yourself. Yeah, like, you get left on deck with the bases loaded and RBI opportunity, so, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't help. Did anybody get to watch any games? Because I could not find anything. No, it's uh, Major League Baseball, so you can't watch your favorite teams, remember? I want to see the Yankees. I was, yeah, able, I, was yeah. say, I was able to watch the match from the booth on a Marlins live stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't see the numbers in the pack of the players. Let's so grow the game, but not let anybody watch them. Yeah, I watched uh, Crystal Clear uh, Yankee stream with Casey. I don't know where he well, got that from. Because it's, it's the Yankees, and they're always going to be everybody's TV, no matter what happens. Michael King is a bomb. The Nationals played today, um, and they played the Astros, and they share a park, so I don't know who was technically the <laughs> That was really fun if we beat them in the World Series, so I bet to share a park with them. Uh, fun for the Nationals. But I don't know, like, who was the home team, but the Nationals are in, like, a fallout with Mass and their, like, local TV provider right now. So uh, it was literally impossible to watch the Nationals Astros today, like a live stream, a K, like anywhere in the country, you couldn't watch it. So uh, a bunch of the Nats people I follow on Twitter were like, I'm, it's 2021, and I'm listening to a Major League Baseball game on the radio. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so, it's, it's getting really old really yeah, quick. I, mean, can't grow the game that I know the Red Sox has it on, they were on like Nesson. Yeah, Nesson. But... I mean, listen, listen. If anybody's out there listening that's associated with MLB broadcast, I'm a Figure college. I'm a college student that has cable. Can we get it on like I've got ESPN or I've something? Got cable. I've got YouTube TV. I've got Hulu. I've, I've got, got Hulu Netflix. Live, and I can't find it. We like it is like you can't grow the game if people don't watch it. If you want to argue with local cable companies about a two about a twenty thousand dollar difference in a contract. You're stupid because if yeah. you want to grow the game, put it on TV. You put the game on TV, people are going to be like, man, that would be fun to go watch in person. They're going to buy tickets. And then when they go to the game, they're going to buy hot dogs and $12 beer. <laughs> when you put the game on TV and Tati's pimping a home run and Soda launching a home run and uh-huh. Jacob DeGrom throwing stud games. Acuna. Acuna. Jumping up and down. Acuna playing for way too little money. Like, that's going to sell jerseys. So yeah. shut up and put the game on the televisions or the websites or whatever. Something. Just stop making it such, such a simple concept. It, it's not such a hard concept. I mean, it's almost like the NFL, NBA, and literally every other professional sports league has it figured out because it's not hard. Like, you literally watch the playoff NFL games on Nickelodeon, and we can't watch It's tough. Um, all right, Major League Baseball. <coughs> Mets are talking uh, extensions with Lindor, Conforto, and possibly Syndergaard. Need it. Got to have it for the Mets. Uh, why would they? I know Lindor said he didn't want to do it in the season, so. Well, he just said he wanted to get to know the organization, but we didn't go trade out for him not to. I mean, you got to keep him around. If I'm him, I'm leaving. 
Oh, I'm kidding. The blood pressure about shot up. <laughs> I feel like Gordo is definitely gonna get done, and both so both of them are gonna get done. I mean, Syndergaard. I, I don't know. We'll see. Probably by like the deadline, maybe he'll get extended. Not too sure. He hasn't played enough to really tell that tale. So I don't really know. Um. I opened Twitter the other night, and the top thing at the top of my timeline is a tweet from Passon that starts that starts <laughs> off with the Chicago Cubs have traded Bryant to the Red Sox or something along those lines, and I was like, literally everybody in the NL East has been calling the Cubs every day about getting Chris Bryant, um, and he <laughs> went to the Red Sox, and then I read the remainder of the tweet. It's Zach Bryant relief pitcher. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I was, the, I was outside. I was. We had a good, nice day. Was it Saturday? Yeah. We were having some fun. We had a little a mini hoop out there on our carport <laughs> playing some basketball. We took yeah, a little break. And my buddy Drew, he really comes to me. He comes up to me and goes, "The Red Sox got Chris Bryant." I said, "You're joking? No way. No way." He goes, "Oh wait, it's a troll." <laughs> <laughs> I can, only imagine, I can only imagine Drew just being like so like serious about it and just being like, oh, wait. Also, uh, shameless plug while we're talking baseball Twitter trolls on uh, Tuesday. I changed my profile picture on Twitter to the same oh, profile picture nice. as Duke Baseball, and I changed my name to Duke Baseball on Twitter. And who's the basketball player that just opted out for that? Jalen Johnson. Yeah, like I tweeted, I was like, Jalen Johnson will be joining the Duke Baseball program today in Greenville. Uh, Johnson hit 385 with 12 homers and was first team All State in senior year of high school. <laughs> and like, like a bunch of like the local media in Greenville was biting on it. Like it was getting a fair amount of likes and tweet and retweets, uh, so it boosted my ego. Uh, and then some people were catching on, but I like, I was like, well, everybody's caught on. And then like I went on Twitter before the start of the game and I was like, wait, I'm still doing baseball. I might as well have fun with it during the game. Like a good player like Josh Moylan, ECU stud freshman, hit a mammoth home run. And I tweeted as Duke baseball, I was like, we should have recruited Josh Moylan a little harder. And like, I would do score updates. And every time I did a score update, I spelled Duke D O O K. <laughs> but like, people still bought it. And like, a bunch of the local media, especially, so that was funny. Yeah, Pirate Radio even yeah, got even, them. Even got Pirate Radio. Shout out Pirate Radio. Um, yeah, that, that was on Twitter at TBFZAC. <laughs> um, uh, Vladdy Jr. down 42 pounds. That's good for Looks him. Looks right here. Quite handsome. Yeah. It's going to be um, 30 home runs plus this year. Call it. All-star yeah. appearance. I want to be opposed. Go Jays. It'll be nice for baseball. Go Jays. Go. Uh, also, the Jays are starting their season at their spring training site in Florida because Canada hates COVID. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jake Odorizzi and JBJ are both still out there. Not good for my this time next week of next week, but we'll get to that in a few minutes. Um, who said I don't even know who should retire? Dave. He uh, got absolutely shelled by an Orioles line filled with minor leaders. Please, please stop. Uh, Cam, did you also say Matt Joyce is my dad? <laughs> yeah, so you had he hit a freaking shot today or yesterday and it was very cute. Very cute when he's striking out 100 plus times this year in the end. Yeah, it's all right. Well, how, where are we at on time here? How, like, how many minutes in are we? Oh, we good. We got an hour and three. All right. So we'll save the uh, Mike Trout coat debate for time. Yeah, we'll do that next week. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into this time next week. Let's go ahead and run it around the horn, though, and uh, review ours from last week. I'll start. Then we'll go Cam, yada, yada, in that order. 
Uh, I said that Jake Odorizzi would be an angel or, and or JBJ would be an astro. Neither one of those have happened. Neither one of them is even signed yet. I don't get it. Figure it out. Odorizzi, figure it out. JBJ, figure it out. Anaheim, figure it out. Houston. Was that your first lawsuit? You no, no, no. The, the week before that, I had the Canes sweeping the week, and that was when they went 3-1 and one and blew a late game to the Panthers in overtime. So Ouch. Pressure's been lifted off, but I'm about to get on a skid, it looks like. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm 5-2 or whatever. Cameron. Uh, my this time next week, last week, was uh, Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, and Embiid will all be all-stars. Ben Simmons got picked. Tobias Harris, like, it was a little bit of a stretch, obviously. I feel like he definitely could have been an all-star, but I feel like the teams that they picked were completely fair. And I feel like, obviously, in the future, Tobias Harris definitely has what it takes to become an all-star. But that's what I was wrong. <laughs> Mr. Ben. I said Duke was going to – they were outside looking in on the tournament. I said that they were going to be in, and now they're in the out. They <laughs> blew me blue again, yeah. so. Damn you, Duke. <laughs> had a nice ring to it. Mine was that EC was sweep the week, including the midweek, and I also said by three runs against Duke, and that did happen. We won Friday, lost Saturday, and won Sunday, so it did not hit. Close, but not close enough. Over yep. four for us. Joseph, yep. it would have been nice to have you save us. Yeah, I probably would have saved you, too. Yeah, you would have done so. Yeah, because yeah. you've got a fantastic record. Right? Yeah, like point five. Thank you. Next to Ofer? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I at least a spring training game gets played this week. No. I think I, I, think I have two. LeBron scores I'm a point. I'm staying, I'm staying extremely hot. <laughs> on the L side. All right, well. Kind of like Justin. a Ben career. Oh, oh, God. God. Oh, oh, God. God, God, God. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, yeah, Justin didn't have one last week, so over four for the boys. Uh, go ahead and jump into our this time next week for this upcoming week. We will start with Mr. Cam, go back, Garrett, JB, and I will finish this off. Mr. Cam, start it up. So just for, uh, I guess, like, justification purposes, the All-Star game is next weekend? Sunday. Sunday, okay. Yes. So my this time next week, Obi Toppin will take the dunk contest crown. Uh, he's from the University of Dayton where my girlfriend goes to school and he, she's <laughs> met sale. him, so I feel like I'm going to hop on the Obi Toppin bandwagon because I actually do like him as a player and he's going to bang out the dunk contest. Ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. I'm going to say that the All-Star game is a huge success despite hating on it. Well, despite the talks of it being trash. And also, gotta stay hot. Obi Toppin will also win the dunk contest. So both of them have to happen. Whoa! Alrighty. So, what's your definition of the All Star game being a success? I mean, it kind of just runs through no issues. Like, in post game, players are like, yeah, it was great, it was a good time. It gets good, it gets them. Good, yeah. I guess. Because, I mean, I feel like that was pretty not hot. 80% from Rotten Tomatoes, at least. Sure. Alright. <laughs> Alright, so mine is going to be I'm going to go the ECU baseball route. I'm going to say Connor Norby has a hell of a week, stays hot with the bat, and he has eight-plus hits. Over the four games. Over the four games with a minimum of eight, so it has to be eight or more for it to count. Huge. Love it. Justin? 
Alright, so I'm staying with ECU baseball also. I'm going Stomp, aka Seth Cadell, having three home runs and giving his batting average over 300. It's at 296 right now. Huge. Nice. Would be awesome. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to stay baseball, but I'm going to go MLB. Uh, my king, Juan Soto, was supposed to make his, my, his spring training debut today, but he took a foul ball off the foot yesterday, so I just gave him an extra day of rest. Turn the of the year? Yeah, <laughs> probably. They said one or two days of rest is to keep him 100% for the season, but it sounds like a shattered foot to me. <laughs> uh, but uh, so he's, he's going to start playing baseball probably in two days in the next game. Uh, so, I mean, he's going to get three games, three at-bats a game probably, and uh, probably face some not great pitchers. So uh, I got Juan Goto, Juan Goto, at least hitting one home run this upcoming. That's pretty reasonable. Wow, hot, hot. I mean, he's getting what? Nine at bats? Ten yeah. at bats? Yeah. Maybe less. Yeah, maybe Probably less. Best. He might get like six or seven. I mean, he's seven. probably going to get pulled in like the fifth or sixth. So, yeah. On Soto. Good, yeah, yeah. Anybody got anything else sports related or snot? Skull Pirates. Skull yep. Pirates. Need a good week out of the Pirates again. Would be sexy. Go Betty. Go Nicks. Go Nicks for back. Lawrence. Uh... All right, thanks for coming out to episode seven of the To Be Fair podcast. It was a blast uh, per usual. We'll catch you back here on the same platforms next Tuesday. Uh, stay tuned to the Bird app at To Be Fair podcast. To the Gram at To Be Fair cast. Love you. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. Adios. Go sports. See you. We'll see you.